Praise God. May I request those who are seated far to come near us so that you are near us, just, just near here. Lord, we are humbled before you this afternoon, King of Glory. We bless your name. Thank you, the ancient of days, for yet another day before you and in your presence, King of Glory, just to give us an opportunity to hearken to your word and your voice, King of Glory, to know that your voice is a voice of divine wisdom. We ask of you that you minister to each one of us this afternoon, that we shall be able after here to minister to others as well. Take us through this week, take us through this month, King of Glory, glorifying yourself. Take over our ears, our minds, our hearts, our souls, our bodies, our lives. Take over our sanctuary here. Take over the spiritual sanctuary, King of Glory. Take over the living rooms out there, King of Glory. Lord, have it your way. We thank you, we give you praise, God, and honor. And in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing I'm adding to what they have said other than saying I'm born again that night. That's the amazing part of it. This afternoon we are talking about the voice of God, a voice of wisdom from Job chapter 12, where we see Job answering back to his critics. And before we go to verse 13 onwards, I just want to go through the beginning verses. You realize that the entire chapter 12, almost to chapter 14, verse 22, it is Job who sleep right to Zophar. And then those beginning verses of chapter 12, in verses 1 to 3, Job comments sarcastically on the supposed wisdom of these three friends. And then it tells them that they have been merely, really repeating general truth that everybody knows, every person knows. In verses 4 to 6, he reminds them that they really don't feel or understand what he's going through. And he wishes at least they had understood. They had at least tried to understand what he was feeling by then. And then in verses 7 to 10, he doesn't actually argue with them. But what he does, he tries to let them know that the truth is, it is hard for people to understand the fact of life that lies in God's hands. And what worries Job at this moment is not any other thing other than the way they are interpreting the facts that God tries to reveal out to prove to men that anybody's life lies in his hands. In verses 11 to 12, he just gives them an example. That just as persons, as human beings, they go ahead and taste food and swallow it. So Job also will make sure that he tests all their interpretations, what he refers to as odd interpretations, before accepting them. 
And that's how we come now to verses 13, almost to 25, where Job now tries to describe the great power of this great God. And he begins by reminding them that the truth is, having been taught by God, instructed by God, he now reminds them of the length from the traditional teachings. He tells them, number one, God is very perfect in his wisdom. He's so perfect. He reminds them God is so perfect in his power. And he tells them that power is irresistible. But also, he reminds them that the same God humbles all those who think they are mighty men. But above all, he even overthrows the nations and their rulers. And what does Job want these men to understand? He takes them deeper to know that with this mighty God is this divine wisdom and strength. In him, there is divine counsel and understanding. And what is he showing them? He's simply showing them that God, indeed, is the only true God. And is so great. And Job himself knows this God. Even when the friends didn't know that Job knew the kind of God he was talking to. The way they talked to him, they didn't prove to him that he knew nothing. But now he tells them, I know the God you are talking about. I know how powerful he is. I know how great he is. The other thing, it takes them by the way, if he breaks down, none of us can rebuild. And what is he trying to show them? He is trying to show them that this mighty God is so powerful in his power, in his being majestic, in other words, he's trying to tell them he's above everything. He's above you who are ministering to me right now. He's above the material things you are thinking about. He's above the men you are thinking they are so wise. He's above those whom you think they are the rulers of this nation. He's above the darkness of this world. He's above the nations that you think are so great. He's above the chiefs that you think they are so great. He's above everything, everything. And him alone created them, and him alone can destroy them. And what does Job wants them to pick out of this? He wants them to know that they themselves, and he himself, it is this God who created them. And him alone can take them away, can take away their lives. But above that, that him alone has the power and ability to take away their understanding. Even when they proved to be great men of understanding, Job wants them to know that that understanding that they thought they had, God could easily take it away. And he reminds them that if he can do so, then that means they can walk pathless ways in the wilderness. That means they can stagger like drunkard men. That means they can grope around like those in total darkness with no light. 
because the mighty one of Israel has decided to do that. This afternoon as we talk about a voice of God, a voice of wisdom. When you check all that, you realize that God was speaking through Job. And that was real wisdom that was being given to these three men by Job. When he reminded them of God having perfectness in wisdom, it was simply passing on God's divine wisdom to them. To wake them up. To know that even when they thought they had the wisdom, but there was one who gives wisdom, who was exceeding in wisdom above them. Even when he reminded them that no, he is, has power that you can't even stop. He wanted their minds to be opened up. That even when they owned some little authority inside of them, but there was one who was exceeding in authority, exceeding in power, and that was wisdom himself. Even when he reminded them that no, even the mighty can be brought low, they wanted them to pick this wisdom of God that everything was in his control. In his control. And that was God's wisdom. Even when Job was the one speaking, it was God himself speaking to his people. Now, I love Proverbs 1, 20 to 33, and Proverbs 8, from 1 to the following verses. Because those two chapters talks about wisdom. And they say, wisdom calls out. And when you check in these chapters, wisdom is presented as a person. A person now giving out counsel. A person now who can lead all the rest into righteousness. A person now who can appoint leaders, kings, and judges. A person now who can keep dispensing riches and honor to whoever he desires. And that is wisdom himself. And that is also the voice of wisdom, the voice of God. God was reminding his people that him alone could give divine counsel, just as it is today. Him alone could lead his people into righteousness just as it is today. Him alone could go on appointing those he thought would be in leadership, would be judges, would be lawyers, would be in those high positions. Him alone, and him alone could dispute riches and honor to whoever he desired. And that was God himself. But Paul helps us to understand it clearly. When you check 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24 and verse 30. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 24, and then verse 30. This is what the Bible says in Amplified Version. In verse 24 it says, But to those who are called, whether Jews or Greek or Gentile, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. But to those who are called, 
whether Jews or Greek or Gentile, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And then in verse 30 says, But it is from him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us a knowledge of divine plan of salvation, previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God, and our consecration, making us pure and holy, and our redemption, providing our ransom from eternal penalty for sin. Paul now clearly brings it out, the children of God, that the wisdom that the Bible was talking about was Christ himself, was God himself. And so even this afternoon as we speak about the voice of God, a voice of wisdom, we need to take it deeper to know that we are not simply listening to a voice, but we are listening to God himself. And if his voice is a voice of wisdom, that means it is he himself, the wisdom, trying to come and dwell within us, trying to come and redirect our footsteps trying to come and re-correct our mindsets, trying to come and realign us up to his will, to his purpose, to his plan, trying to come and help us that he may now give us divine counsel that we can also pass on to others that will really remain divine counsel, to help us understand that when he leads, we simply need to fall because he's leading us into righteousness. His wisdom can't lead us astray. His wisdom will always lead us into his righteous ways. He's here this afternoon saying, yes, as my voice is a voice of wisdom, yes, it is this very voice that I want you to know, that it is the one that lifts you up and positions you somewhere. I don't know where the Lord has positioned you, child of God, but just know that even where he has positioned you right now, it is him who has done so. In his own wisdom, he has positioned you there. And so may you acknowledge him as your Lord, as your God, as your all in all, as your divine wisdom. Even what you could think of the little things he has given you, the little riches or the little honor he has released to you, you need just to know that it is him in his own wisdom that has purpose to do it that way. And him alone can hold that. Him alone can sustain that. So you need to hearken to his voice even as you are into those very things that he has added down to you. Are you among those who have been blindfolded by what you have received from him? Are you among those ones who have been blindfolded because of the position he has lifted you to? And so it has swallowed you and you are no longer seeing him as your God. You are no longer seeking after his wisdom, after his advice, after his correction. Are you among those ones he has even whispered to, to give you some corrections and you can't even listen? 
You can't hearken to his voice. You want to do it your way. This afternoon we want to be reminded that his voice has always been a voice of divine wisdom. It will remain a voice of divine wisdom up to the end of the ages. Would you give him an opportunity to minister to you? It doesn't matter where you are. Even in that small office where you work, he will always minister to you. He will always speak to you. Would you allow him to speak to you and advise you? I mean, it's those issues of life, maybe the challenges of life that you are going through. Yes, I know you can try it on your own to try and overcome. But would you give him an opportunity to speak to you so that he can, in his own wisdom, take you through that very challenge that you are going through? Allow the Lord of the universe to minister to you in his most voice. Paul says he is Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. In this very voice of wisdom, there is his divine power and authority. That as he speaks, things happen. That's why when he ministers, when he speaks, yes, he speaks with authority, he speaks with power, and things happen. Would you allow him, the one who is full of wisdom and full of power, to be in you, to be around you, to be in control of your life, to be in control of your family, to be in control of your business, of your workplace, of everything that you are doing, so that he realigns the things the way they are supposed to be realigned. When in verse 30 of 1 Corinthians 1, Paul says, but it is from him that you have your life in Jesus Christ, who is wisdom. It is in him that you have your life. It is in him that you have received his divine life. But then he says, whom God made our wisdom from God. And he says, revealed to us a knowledge of divine plan of salvation. Previously hidden, now manifesting itself. The Lord's voice that is filled with wisdom has always been revealing divine mysteries to his children and is still revealing mysteries. It's only us who try to broke our ears or make them deaf. But he himself has never stopped speaking. So would you allow his voice of wisdom reveal to you divine mysteries that you need to know? Maybe in the workplace where you are. Maybe in the family where you are. Maybe in the community where you are. Maybe in the ministry where you are. Maybe where you are operating from. Would you allow him? He did it years back. He is doing it. He will do it to the end of the ages. Because he is dead only great revealer we have by the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul goes on to say he has manifested himself as our righteousness. That's making us upright and putting us in a right standing with God. In a right standing with God. Have you been a struggling child of God? Yet the Lord has been speaking. 
Have you been struggling to put yourself in the right standing with him? Yet he has been speaking to try to help you be put back in the right standing with him. Have you been struggling yet he wants to make you upright before himself? Paul says, he himself that has been manifested as our righteousness, he has helped us out to be put right, to be made right before God in a right standing with him, in a right relationship. Only the voice of God, the voice of wisdom, will help us to be in the right standing with he himself. So you need to allow him speak. You need to silence all other voices that are known to his, and then he listen to his voice alone, so that he can help you go back in the right standing with him. He's not simply a voice of wisdom. He is a voice that makes things right for us in the simplest way, ending up putting us right with he himself, the one who is wisdom. Paul says, and our consecration, making us pure and holy, making us pure and holy, Unless you have purposed, child of God, to make sure that you keep your ears deaf 24-7. But whenever you go off his way, whenever you mess up before him, he will always speak. He will always whisper. He will always ensure that he speaks to you so that you come back, repent, turn to him, so that you can live as a holy vessel, as a pure child of God. His divine voice of wisdom has always helped us and will always help us to keep pure before him, to keep holy before him. Just as he says that, be holy for I am holy. He has never ceased to call upon his very own that way. Are there issues of life that were swallowing you up, child of God? And yet he has been speaking. This afternoon as we talk about the voice of God, a voice of wisdom, allow him again to minister to you so that he will help you to have the right stand with him. So that you walk in purity, you walk in holiness, you operate in purity and holiness wherever you are. Paul says, Providing our ransom from eternal penalty for sin. All that is just wisdom. Him alone paid the ransom. Him alone redeemed us. He still redeems many and will redeem them to the end of the ages. Him alone took us away and paid the pain out of sin. So his wisdom hasn't stopped correcting us in all dimensions. His wisdom hasn't stopped doing the redemption part of it. No, he is still redeeming as many as possible. All those who surrender to him as Lord and Savior is because of him, through his voice of wisdom, reclaiming them back 
redeeming them back day and night. Daily, on a daily basis, his redemption plan is still extending. And he desires that none of us perishes, but all of us are won to himself. Would you surrender to him as he ministers to you, as he speaks to you? I don't know how he has been speaking to you, child of God. I don't know which kind of voices you have been hearing. But in case you have been having so many voices around you, you can purpose from now onwards to close all other doors of other voices so that you can only and only listen to his voice. And as he speaks, would you please obey and allow to walk his way and allow to do what he says you have to do and allow his divine corrections in case he does so. Would we rise up and enter prayer in the remaining minutes? Job has helped us this afternoon. Just as he helped his friends to know that the mighty one, the Lord of hosts, who speaks, and when he speaks, he speaks wisdom, is very perfect in that very wisdom. He is very powerful and stop in his divine power. He is mighty. He overthrows nations. He raises leaders and puts them down. Him alone gives divine counsel through his voice of wisdom. Him alone helps many to be led into righteousness through his voice of wisdom. Him alone lifts many through his voice of wisdom. Him alone dispenses riches and honor to his own. Him alone helps to reveal mysteries through his divine voice of wisdom. Would you enter prayer and ask him this afternoon to have mass upon you in case you have been broking him every now and then? In case he has been speaking and you have been keeping your ears deaf, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? In case he has spoken and you have just kept it, kept it off, you have ran away from him, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? In case he has been speaking, but then in your own wisdom, you have decided to lift yourself up higher than his wisdom, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? In case he has been ministering to you and you have been promising him that you will do it, you will respond and you have not been responding, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? In case he has given, he has been giving you divine counsel, heavenly counsel, and you have not been hearkening to his heavenly counsel, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? In case he has been trying to lead you into righteousness and you have been running away, you have been just shying away, would you ask him to have mercy upon you? And from today, you ask him to lead you into his righteousness. In case he has been ministering to you, maybe he has appointed you somewhere and you've 
God that he is the one who lifted you into that position. Would you plead for mercies and ask him to take over from there? You may find that he has put you, yes, in another area to operate for him. And you have not been doing so. He has been speaking to you, but you have not been listening to speak what he wants you to speak. Would you ask him to have mercy upon you and to help you now from now onwards to go to another level in case he has already given you riches and honor and they have made you forget him. They have made you keep a deaf ear to his divine corrections, to his divine wisdom, yes, to his divine voice. Would you repent before him and ask him to have mass upon you and ask him to help you that from now onwards, the riches he has given you, the honor he has given you, will not blindfold your eyes, will not broke your ears, will not even broke your heart, but you will be able to listen to him. Father, we come before you, King of glory. We ask of you to have mass upon each one of us, King of glory. We bless your name this very hour, that you the Lord of the universe, yes, you God Almighty, you have been speaking, King of glory. We bless your name, that your voice is a voice of wisdom. You have been leasing divine wisdom, Father God, from the time we were brought into this world, King of glory, up to now. We ask of you to have mass upon us, where we have not taken to your voice, King of glory. We ask you to have mass upon us, where we have just been arguing, King of glory. We ask you to have mass upon us where we have had our own interpretations, King of glory, of your truth, Father God. We ask you to have mass upon us, Lord Almighty, where we have not acknowledged you as Lord, as God, who has, Father God, perfect wisdom, who has, Father God, perfect power, who has, Father God, perfect authority, who has, Father God, perfect honor. Father, King of glory, we bless your name that you are reminding us of all this. We ask for mercies King of glory where you have humbled us and we have not accepted that. We ask you to have mercy where you have uplifted us to certain positions and you have forgotten you Lord Almighty. We ask you to have mercy upon us King of glory where you have tried to give us divine understanding and we have Father God refusing. We ask you to have mercy upon us where you have given us divine counsel and we have rejected it. We ask you King of glory to have mass upon us. We are King of glory. The material things have taken us over. Men have taken us over. Wisdom, human wisdom has taken us over. The riches have taken us over. My master will have mass upon us where we have walked in darkness, King of glory. Have mass upon us, Father God, where we have been blindfolded in so many ways. Lord, I ask of you to have mercy and Father God, if I ask King of glory. I ask of you this afternoon that you refine us as, as men and women before you. Refine us as your children. Refine us as your people. Refine us, King of glory. I pray that you refine the men and women who are here and those who are online, King of glory. I pray that you refine the youth, Father God, who are here and those who are online, King of glory. I pray that you refine the teens who are here and those who are online, King of glory. I pray that you refine the children, Father God, those who are here and those who are online, Father God. I pray that you define even those who are still in the wombs, King of glory. That by the time they will come out, King of glory, there will be vessels that will be able 
to hearken to your voice. Father, we pray this afternoon, King of glory. We pray for ourselves, Father God, that you help us, that from now onwards, Father God, whatever has been broken our minds, whatever has been broken our ears, whatever has been broken our souls, whatever has been broken our bodies, shall no longer broke us, Father, King of glory. May you flash out everything. May you flash out everything. May you flash out everything, Father God. Help us from now onwards, King of glory, to be able to hearken to your still voice, King of glory. Help us, Father God, to hearken to your voice when we are in our houses, Father God, when we are in our offices, King of glory, when we are in the ministries where we are, Father God, where we are in the communities where we are, where we are, where we are in the business areas, where we are, we master when we are in the different communities, King of glory, where we are. Help us, Lord, that even as you lift us from glory to glory, we shall still hearken to your voice, King of glory of wisdom. Help us, Lord, that in those positions where you are blessed us, Father God, we shall be able to hearken to your still voice. Child of God, may you go ahead and pray in that office or for that office where you operate from, that as you operate in it, you will be able to hearken to his voice. May you pray a prayer in that business where you operate from, that even as you operate in that business, you will be able to hearken to his voice. May you make a prayer that as you stay in that community where he has positioned you, you will be able to hearken to his voice. May you make a prayer that as he opens doors for you to reach out to other areas, to reach out to other nations, you will be able still to hear his still voice as he speaks, as he ministers, as he releases his divine wisdom to you. May you make a prayer that your children and grandchildren wherever they are, wherever they go they will still be able to hearken to his voice, that your relatives wherever they go, they will be able to hearken to his voice, may you make a prayer that as Lord of the universe he will give you the power he will give you the ability to understand his mysteries he will give you the power the ability to understand his revelations, Father we ask of you the ancient of days that you help us, you help our households you hope our family members, you hope our family ministers, you hope our workmates, Father God, you hope all those that are in touch with us, King of Glory, that they too shall be able to hear your still voice, Father God. Master, give us the power, give us the ability, Father King of Glory, to keep Father God before you. Give us the power and ability, King of Glory, to keep hearkening to your still voice, King of Glory. Give us the power and ability, Lord Almighty, to understand your mysteries, Lord Almighty, and the greatest by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you continue as to reveal your mysteries to every child of yours who is here, to every child of yours who is listening, Father God, out there. May you open our Father God's spiritual eyes that we shall see you, King of glory. May you open our spiritual ears, Father God, that we shall hearken to your voice, Father God. May you open our spiritual hearts, Father God, that we shall be able to understand what you are revealing to each one of us. Lord, have your way. And must I pray, King of glory, glory, that you raise us from glory to glory, raise us from glory to glory, areas Father God, where we have been wandering, King of glory, I ask of you, that you hope us, Father God that from now onwards, we shall not be wanderers, King of glory, areas where we have been staggering, Lord Almighty, like those who are drunkards, King of glory Lord, I pray, that you hope us that we shall not stagger anymore, King of glory, but we shall stand still and know that you are the Lord, King of glory and father in areas where we have been groping father god in total darkness king of glory may you hope us lord that we shall not grope anymore in any dark 
darkness, Father God, but we shall walk in light. We shall walk in light. We shall walk in light. Which is your light? Father, I pray, King of glory that you shine much brighter. Child of God, may you ask the Lord of the universe to shine much brighter inside your heart, inside your soul, inside your mind, inside your life, inside your marriage, inside your husband, inside your wife, inside your children and grandchildren, inside that office where you work from, inside that business where you operate from, inside that area where you stay. May you ask him to shine much brighter. Inside that ministry that you operate, may you ask him to shine much brighter. Father, we ask of you that you you, the light of the world, you shine inside each one of us, King of Glory, that at the end of it all, we shall be the lights of the world as well. Father, I pray, King of Glory, that you shine brighter in our minds, in our hearts, in our souls, in our bodies, in our lives, King of Glory. Shine much brighter in our marriages, Father God. Shine much brighter in those who are husbands here and those online, in those who are wives here and those who are online. Yes, in the children and grandchildren and the babies, even those who are in the womb's king of glory, may you shine across them, Father, your glory. I pray, Father, that every area of darkness, king of glory, that has been inside us or around us, Father God, shine much brighter than ever before. And as you shine, king of glory, may your voice, that is a voice of wisdom, minister to each one of us, king of glory, minister to each one of us, king of glory, minister to each one of us, Lord, have your aim. And Father, I ask of your soul, that as your voice of wisdom, reaches out, King of glory, this afternoon. May you release divine counsel to each one of us, Father God, heavenly counsel to each one of us, King of glory, to all those that are watching, King of glory. May you release, Father God, King of glory, divine counsel to all of us, Father God. I also ask of you that you let your voice of wisdom this afternoon help us to walk in righteousness, help us to live in righteousness, help us to walk in holiness, help us to live in holiness, in the mighty name of Jesus, I also ask of you that you uphold us, Father God, in those very areas where you are positioned us, Father God. Uphold your children in those very areas where you are positioned them. Uphold as men as possible, King of glory. And master, with your divine voice of wisdom, may you continuously speak to us, Father God, wherever you are positioned us. May you continuously redirect us, Father God. Redirect our thoughts, redirect our feelings, redirect our minds, Redirect our work, redirect our plans, redirect our actions, redirect us in all dimensions, King of glory, in the mighty name of Jesus. And must I pray that you release more riches and honor to all your sons and daughters. I pray, Father, King of glory, that you uplift many. I pray, Father, King of glory, that you let your voice of wisdom thunder, 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 wherever we are, thunder, wherever we operate from, thunder, wherever we work from, thunder, wherever we fellowship from, thunder, wherever, Father God, we are in those communities where we are. Lord, let your voice of wisdom thunder, thunder, Father, keep going. That each one of us will be able to differentiate it, Father God, from the so many voices, King of glory. And Lord, may you help us. Yes, we who are here and those who are listening, King of glory, that from now onwards, we shall know, we shall be very sure that the voice of you, God of the universe, is indeed a voice of wisdom. And we shall be able to honor that voice. We shall be able to listen to that voice. We shall be able to let that voice, Father God, put us right 
in all dimensions, Father God. And Master, I ask of you this afternoon that you who is wisdom, Father God, you who reveals mysteries, Father God, may you reveal mysteries to each one of us. May you reveal mysteries to each one of us. May you reveal mysteries to each one of us, Father God. In the families where we are, reveal your heavenly mysteries to us. In the communities where we are, reveal heavenly mysteries to us. In the ministries where we are, reveal heavenly mysteries. In the marriages where we are, reveal heavenly mysteries. In the institutions where we are, reveal heavenly mysteries. Lord, have your way. And above all, King of glory, as you lead us, as you guide us, as you correct us, may you lead us to eternity. May you lead us to eternity. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. And Father, I ask of you, King of glory, that as your sons and daughters return to you this afternoon, as your sons and daughters promise, Father God, to listen to your voice, that is the voice of wisdom. May you hearken, King of glory. May you hearken to their cry, Lord Almighty. May you hearken to their prayers, Lord Almighty. May you hearken, Father God, to them, King of glory, that they will be realigned to your voice, that they will be realigned to your voice, that we shall be able to do only what you tell us to do, only what you speak to us, King of glory, only what you suggest to us, King of glory, only and only what you redirect us to do. And to those who want to give Jesus Christ the opportunity to be Lord and Savior, you may be here, you may be out there, you can say this prayer after me. You can say, Dear Jesus, I come before you. I ask you to have mercy upon me. Forgive me, Lord. I ask you to come into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. I ask you to wash me and make me holy before you. I ask you to write my name in your book of life. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and cover me with your blood. I confess that I'm saved. I'm born again. And in your mighty name I say this. Amen. And Father, we thank you, King of glory. We ask of you that you take a charge over each and every person, Lord Almighty. To those who have prayed that prayer, Father God, hold on to them into their, your loving arms, Father God, hold them. Walk with them, Lord Almighty. Help them grow, King of glory. And to all of us who have been listening and those who will listen later, we ask you that you take us to another higher level of knowing that your voice, O oh God Almighty, is the voice of divine wisdom that we are supposed to hold on, to listen to, and walk according to your instruction. We thank you. We give you praise, God, and honor. And in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are prayed.